Hey y'all, welcome to episode 195 again on this lovely Monday, July 23rd, 2018 at 3.50 p.m. If you all didn't get the chance to tune into my next my last episode, I talked about the meeting that I had with one of my old students from NAU. And then I teased it and I said I was going to talk to you all about the time that I got my tattoo and like how it wasn't going to happen and all that stuff. But I just looked back at my planner and I decided to give you a little bit of a surprise and something that I don't talk about often. So I was like, I might as well just do it now. So if you are tuning into this episode, I just want to say thank you so much. You all are getting a little bit of a surprise of me talking about... A guy crush. I know. Okay. Um, hmm. Like, how do I talk about this? Okay. So I think this is a great segue just because in my last episode, I talked about my queerness and my grayness and like all of this stuff. And so like, I'm just here to be really honest and open and vulnerable with all of you. <sighs> okay. This is going to be really hard for me to talk about just because like, I don't talk about this often with people. Um, hmm. Like I do, but <laughs> I'm putting it out there. <laughs> and this is just like really embarrassing. Not embarrassing. It's a nervous laugh. It's just like, okay, like, K-Short, you're really about to do this. Um, it's just a topic I don't talk about often. Uh, blah. So so please be patient with me. Please give me grace. Please um, be understanding. Uh, please just just be, just be open. Just be open is what I'm trying to say. So, guys, okay, well... Hmm, yeah. I don't know if I've talked about this in all of my last episodes or any of my last episodes, but I guess let me tell you a quick, short version of, like, my story of queerness. Long story short, I was five, and I knew that I was a little bit different, probably even before five. I had a crush on Rebecca Silva in kindergarten, and then had my first love in first grade with Brittany Viesquez, and I also really liked her best friend, Annalisa Juarez. I probably shouldn't be dropping names, but, like... Who's really going to listen to this episode? Not them. They all have kids and have better things to do. So whatever. And to be completely honest, I've told them that I had crushes on them when we were younger. (laughs) I'm crazy. So I just always knew I was a little different. And I didn't start coming out and figuring out this whole queerness thing and this gayness thing around 11 or 12, around middle school. And I think that's a pretty common story for most people, particularly girls. I feel like men tend to find out a lot sooner than us. I feel like they find out when they're like five or something. But anyways, this is not a statistics game. So when I was 11 or 12, I I had this best friend um, that I met in the sixth grade. And like we did everything together. We went to Burton Bar Library, like little 12-year-olds taking the bus down there from the west side. We should not have been doing that. Like this person was my best friend. We did everything they spent the night we listened to britney spears like life was great was gravy in the 1990s so then i started telling them like hey like i think i like girls but i'm not quite sure and like blah 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 and long story short i mean it's kind of a blur but long story short from my understanding they ended up telling they ended up telling a couple people in middle school and they ended up telling like the big mouth in school, a girl that I've known since kindergarten. And of course, she ends up telling everybody for me. And so like as a little 12 year old, I'm just like, oh, like what the heck, you know, like what's going on? You know, like it just, yeah, I just was completely like isolated. You know what I mean? And thankfully there was a couple people, I can't think of it at the top of my head, but there was a couple people that stayed my friend. But for a lot of people, they stopped being my friend, which was really sucky and really unfortunate for a little 12 year old. And so... So then, like, high school happens, and um, let me think. Let me see what's what makes sense. You know, I had my first girlfriend at 15, and, like, I'm, I'm gay. Like, that's it. Pretty plain and simple. But it wasn't until, like, 17 or 18 when I started cutting my hair short, 
and um just to be more honest and transparent with all of you like i kind of had a little scare with a guy you know what i mean i'm i was still a virgin at that time but like my ignorant self was like uh i don't know what just happened but i don't want this to happen again and i remember like praying to god and be like god please like if anything if i need anything from you right now it's this you know like i still have my whole life ahead of me like i still need to go to nau like please don't take this away from me i have like so much ahead of me like i can't and so thankfully as you all know nothing happened we were good um and during that time, my last year in high school, I started cutting my hair short. I was like, look, I don't want to attract no boys. I don't want to even get into this little hustle and bustle. I was like, I don't care how cute they are or how fine they are. I don't care. I was like, I need to get to school. I need, I have my whole future ahead of me. Like, this is not going to happen. So I started cutting my hair and, um, and I started really liking it, to be completely honest. You know what I mean? At first, it was just kind of just a distraction to be like, no boys, get away from me. But like, I started really liking it and then I kept my hair short. And so when I kept my hair short, I started feeling like I had to follow the script of what it meant to be a quote unquote lesbian. And um, I never really identified as a lesbian, but like because I had short hair and my clothes started becoming more masculine and um, I was only dating girls, it just kind of looked like I was just a little lesbian. In my mom's word, I was a little lesbian. And you know, in college, some guys were still trying to get at me, but I was like, no, get away. Like, I need to graduate. Like, I have too many things to do. Um, and so nothing ever happened. But it wasn't until after college, you know, I was like, you know what? Like, I can't suppress this feeling anymore. I can't really suppress. Like, guys are attractive. I think they're attractive. I want to have sex with them. Like, I want to I do things with them. I kind of want to be in a relationship with a guy. Like, I think I would be an amazing girlfriend. Maybe I should stop just dating girls and just date guys from now on. But it's like, the real conversation is like, where am I going to find a guy that's comfortable with their masculinity that they could date a girl that looks like a little boy? Like, if that guy is out there, please, somebody let me know because... Yeah, then it's going down. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Um, yeah, I'm being like completely honest and vulnerable. I don't even want to advertise this episode because because I don't want everybody to know this about me. But whatever, it needs to be put out there, and I know this story is gonna come back out and and surface eventually. So I might as well just tell you now. So here, congratulations, you're listening to my queer story. Uh, for you are here to listen to my queer story first. So again, back to guys. So post, um, post college, um, I was just like, uh, yeah, like I kind of want to try guys. And, um, cause these girls are driving me crazy and like, it's just not getting the job done. Like any of it, like this isn't, this isn't fun, you know? So I finally had the opportunity to, um, partake in a little bit of, uh, activities and uh it wasn't until i was 25 and it was with a friend so i felt very safe and comfortable and like i was ready you know what i mean like it was nice to do it when like i was ready and so when it happened i was like okay that wasn't bad i was like uh not bad at all let's try that again you know and um and so yeah now i've kind of just been in like this weird like i don't know how i identify and um and yeah and like i think that's why like i was telling you all in the last episode was just like if I would have grown within the queer community, I would probably have a good idea of what I am. You know what I mean? Um, I'm kind of, to be completely honest and transparent with all of you, I'm kind of in between like bisexuality and pansexuality. You know, I think right now I can identify as bisexual, but pansexual, like I'm open. Like I want to 
date all kinds of people. <laughs> Maybe I want to date trans folks, and I want to date non-binary folks and non-conforming folks, and I, I just, I just kind of, I'm just open, you know. And to me, that's a big thing to say, just because like I was very like heterosexual, like in the sense of following the heteronormative, like you know what I mean. Like I look like a boy, so I need to get a femme, and da 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 da. And you know, there's this whole conversation amongst like tomboys and masculine presenting women in general. Like there's like this weird energy with us. Like, but it's like, yo, I find other tomboys cute and other studs cute, but it's like I can't do anything about it because it's this weird taboo within our community. So like, I just went for the pretty girls, you know, gay or straight. Like it didn't matter to me. I was like, you cute, you pretty. Like what's up? And don't get me wrong, I definitely think that I like girls more. But then, like, I could be completely honest. Like, I don't know because I haven't dated any guys. Like, I've never had a boyfriend before. So I'm just like, mm, I don't know. So um, so that's where I'm at right now. And so huh, where this all comes from, I'm like, why am I telling everybody, like, my <laughs> just telling everybody this? Where this all comes from is um, I had the opportunity to get coffee with this really cute guy on uh, Monday night and totally my type and... Uh, I do have a type in men. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> gosh, I can't believe I'm telling you all this. And yeah, it was just really like, uh, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I just think he's cute. And we had the chance to like talk for like four hours, you know, and like we even like created a video and everything. And I'm just like, uh, and like the thing, maybe it's just not Arizona guys. I don't know. Cause like this guy is not from Arizona. So it's like, maybe I just need to be in a community where like everyone is just more accepting. You know what I mean? And like, like, I don't know. I just feel like Arizona is like a very binary heteronormative, like black or white type of state. And I feel like if I was like in Washington DC or like San Francisco or Oakland, I feel like, I would know more about myself. And not only that, I would be around folks who were just more fluid and, and more down. You know what I mean? And I just, that's okay. You know what I mean? It's okay that that's not, that's not my story. That's not my situation. But that's currently where I'm at with my sexuality. If anybody wanted to know, um, yeah, I'm very much like open right now. Like I'm even going for girls right now and like people that I never would have never had an interest in before. Not never, but like they're definitely a little different. And let's just say they're a little bit on the darker side. <laughs> ah, so that's where I'm at with my my queerness. <laughs> if you just wanted to know. Um, and yeah, I don't think anything's going to happen with that guy. It was just like, it was just nice. And uh, is there going to be a boyfriend in the future? I hope so. I think I would be a really bomb girlfriend, actually. Like video games, pizza, like, 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 you know what I mean? Like, we're gonna go play, like, like, you know, but like, still we can, you know, I don't know. I don't know, actually. So anyways, if that's in my future, that would be cool. If not, that's okay, too. But other than that, I think I'm done being a complete fool in front of all of you. So if you judge me, you could just unsubscribe from this, from this podcast. And if this surface surfaces in the future, then then it shall surface in the future maybe it'll surface in a way i could be like yeah i am this and this is how i identify so right now this is just my gray area just as queerness is very gray and i am totally okay with that so as of right now i'm just down i don't know that could be for anybody or anyone doesn't matter to me i'm open i'm down because obviously what i've been doing hasn't been working no more straight girls <laughs> or i can't i can't even say that i'm just down and i'm open so i hope that this kind of helped you with your process of your sexuality um i didn't mean for this to turn into this kind of episode it just kind of is but 
you know, I personally feel like everyone lives in the gray area. I think it's very few people that you can find that are just just on one side of the spectrum or the other, like far right or far left, you know? And I think it's important for us to hold space for each other, for us to explore that, you know? Especially particularly for men. Like I, you know, for men, I'm sure it's not easy to be able to explore their sexuality. It's like the moment that they touch another guy's penis, like they're, you're gay. It's like, no, like that's not, it's not the case. And unfortunately, girls have that privilege where they could touch each other's boobs and vaginas and nothing happens to them. Like they're like, okay, cool. You know, one's like, you're a lesbian, you know, or like whatever the case. And it sucks that it's like that for guys. So if people are if people around you are exploring their sexuality or they live in the gray area, don't give them any hate for it. Just let them be. And not only that, for other gays out there, chill out on the bisexuals. Totally not cool. They don't have to choose one. They're not greedy. They're not like all of these weird stereotypes that we've given them. Like that is not the case. You know, just because you chose one, quote unquote, doesn't mean that others have to choose one. You know what I mean? Like there is no choosing. You just choose people. And these are the people that you're attracted to. So if you don't like it, well, you could go somewhere else, but don't spread this hate within a community where there's supposed to be nothing but love. If you say love is love, then really be about it. So that's just my two cents. Um, thank you all so much for listening. For uh, I really hope this episode doesn't get a lot of listeners. <laughs> um, thank you so much for listening. So if you want to follow me on social media, you can at k.short. But other than that, tune into the next episode as I talk to you all about this tattoo. So I hope that this was a nice little surprise, a little, a little something of, you know, vulnerability topic that kind of kept you on your toes. Um, but now it's back to our normal broadcast.